What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts. I am Justin, back again with Meals. What's good, buddy? Um, let's see what's good. What's good is <laughs> if oh, I wanted no. to say no, <laughs> I want to say what I really feel, but I feel like it's too soon, and I also feel like it's too early, and I also feel like people may be listening. So you know what? I'm not gonna say it right now, but just know. Uh, damn, Justin. I was also, I was just gonna, I was gonna, you know, what's weird too? I was going to sing a song that I then realized, damn, it's written by R. Kelly. So let's not sing that. Um, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but, but I just want to let everybody know that hopefully within a few weeks, I'll be in a better place. So how about that? Um, but with that said, I'm feeling good right now being able to talk to you. I'll be honest with you. I'm at work currently. And as, you know, been discussing internally with myself, both my other coworkers are no longer at my job. So it's just me alone for the Neither. entire day. And I'm kind of going stir crazy because I have no one to talk to. <laughs> so... <laughs> This is refreshing in a way because this is the first time probably other if that I'm at work or probably actually for probably the whole day that I'm actually talking to somebody. So I feel good. This shit is mad lonely, mad sad, mad whack, but it is what it is. Um, How are you feeling before we get into before we introduce our guests on this show? How are you feeling, Justin? Man, I'm I'm, I'm out here. I'm really out here. I'm good. I'm uh, been a busy been a busy month. Life is pretty busy. I remember at the top of the year, you were like, Justin, I don't know how you're going to do all this shit. And I was like, I'll be good. <laughs> like, it's starting to catch I mean, up to me. <laughs> I mean, you alive now, but I remember saying that. I was like, all right. I mean, if you with it, I'm with it. You know, If you like it, I love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> please stop. Please stop. Please. I just got into an argument <laughs> with Stars last night about him saying that. Please stop it. I Why? hate that. What's I, wrong with that? I think it's because he says it all the time. And oh, I'm just like, I'm just he said, but here's the thing. I feel like he says it very facetiously, and I actually, <laughs> well, I guess I am too. He says, but, it to be, he says it to be a dick. And yeah, I'm just he like, absolutely I'm, says it to be a dick. He absolutely says it, because we know how Cyrus really feels about things. Man, is like, a, yeah. God damn. Anyway, we have a guest. Yes. A patron, or a patron who has been down for the cause for so, so long. He's followed me for, for a minute. I think he's followed you for a minute. He's been a longtime supporter of the show. I can always expect him to to throw out a, a, a wild ass opinion on Twitter, and I'm just like, yo, this nigga's wildin'. <laughs> but he's here on the show, our guy Dietrich, aka Houston's very own. What's going on, brother? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, man? Uh, happy to be here, homie. Happy to be here. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I don't, and this is very strange. So people don't normally criticize names, but it's the first time I, I you're the first D trick I've ever experienced. I feel like that's a OD Houston ass name. <laughs> 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 you know what? It's it's wild, man. I've actually uh, met a couple um, German uh, people with the same oh, okay. name, said the same way, but <laughs> it's just spelled different. Uh, spelled with like a ch at the end instead of a ck. Don't tell at people the end. you German on Twitter, man. Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. People on this internet lately. Uh, 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 100% uh, melanin over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my God. No, I mean, that's a beautiful thing. First of all, thank you for the show. Thank you for being a Hall of Fame patron. And thank you for just, you know, thank you for supporting us and everything of the rather. I kind of want to, before we get into anything dealing with, you know, the rest of the wrestling world, I kind of want to know, like, when did you start watching wrestling? And yeah, just kind of like that. Like, yo, when did you start watching wrestling and how long have you been watching? And kind of like, who's your favorites? And, you know. Just take us through the gambit, like a real short like intro on like who you are and your relation to the pro wrestling world. Well, I started watching wrestling when I was a kid. I think uh, a lot of people did. Elementary, uh, WCW, uh, WWF at the time, the Attitude Era, and all that type of stuff. Yo, and, you if know- you had said like if you had said like two thousand five SmackDown, I would have lost my friggin'. <laughs> no, uh, I you know I, I I like I said I started watching early, and I I pretty much kept up with the product you know through the good and, and the bad parts of times two thousand two to two thousand five raw, um, just those you know those good times and bad times. So I've always kept up with the product and whatnot. Okay, so you like you down like you've been through it pretty much the same. I I would assume the same amount as Justin and I in terms of watching all this shit uh and taking up your whole life i get it <laughs> man you know it, it, when you were younger right obviously because we broke as hell we ain't got no money or nothing like that so it, it, you know obviously that was our our childhood uh you know watching the raws watching the smackdowns going to school to, you know the next the following day after a pay-per-view talking with people and discussing the pay-per-views and you know obviously the person who didn't watch you know unfortunately everybody wasn't able and uh letting them you know discuss it, and it that's just basically a part of our childhood you know it ha- it's things that people let go and uh whatnot and things that people hold on to and this has kind of been a thing that i feel like a lot of us have pretty much held on to you know you know what i was asking myself the other day i was like yo what if raw was canceled like monday night raw ceased to exist moving forward i mean that shit would never happen at this point um but like what would i watch on monday what would i do on mondays because this has been like such an ingrained part of my weekly routine longer than probably anything else to be honest with you like i've grown up as an adult i've changed the way i do things i've approached life differently but the one thing that has kept the same over the last like maybe like 25 years was watching raw on monday um so i'm interested to do like what the fuck would i do if raw wasn't on to be honest watch, with you you will watch love and hip-hop <laughs> <laughs> black ink crew yeah <laughs> oh man you watch Viking Crew, Compton, and Brooklyn. They're on the same night now. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Coast to coast. Shit. I, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you too, man. I, I just I don't I don't know honestly. If Raw went off there, I'm like, what? If, what? If, would, I, would I even watch TV? Would I even turn the TV on? I, I just I have no idea. Yo, yo. I mean. I went through a phase where I didn't watch it. I mean, I was definitely watching. Uh, the thing is, you'll just gravitate to other trash TV. Listen, everyone that acts like they watch like prestige TV and shit like that, it's all trash. There's only like maybe three TV shows out right now that you could say, okay, this is this is prestige, pinky up, top level TV. It's mm-hmm. all trash. You talking about Euphoria? Like it's nigga, it's art. No, <laughs> I watched the same show y'all was watching. It's not <laughs> art. <laughs> 
I would, yeah, I'm trying. I don't know. I would try to figure out what I was. What the hell else is on Monday? To be honest, the thing is, is like Raw is such a nice come down from the fact that I got to go back to work on Monday. Um, or Tuesday. That what? Or Tuesday? Or Tuesday? You go back to work. I, oh yeah, I mean yeah, I guess. Um, but I'm talking more about Monday. Like yo, I just fuck Mondays and like come home and just kind of like watch Raw and zone out for two and a half hours. I say two and a half because I don't really watch the entire thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, Tell the listeners that cause I know how raw is going to end with a banger of a match. And I'm like, okay, I'll catch us <laughs> on a future pay-per-view <laughs> that's legitimately. And it's weird because I treat, you know, it, it, we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but I definitely treat Cody and KO like that, which I was just like, oh, okay, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. I tried not to pay too much attention to that match, but it, they, they weren't going full bore. Nah, they, but I felt like they weren't. Obviously, I feel like they got more in the tank, and we're gonna get the better one eventually. Like to yeah. be honest with you, I could point. I could, I could gen go to a generator and pick a random raw from two years ago, and you'd be like, "Yo, that was the main event. <laughs> what the fuck were we on? What was this <laughs> they showed the picture the other day. You remember the picture? They showed the picture on on Twitter, and I remember I called it out. They were like, "Yo, look at the time," and they showed. Braun is Universal Champion, Otis is Money in the Bank, Mandy with Otis, and then also Tucker. And I was like, nigga, <laughs> I'm glad y'all having this discussion now because it was trash when I said it was trash. And now everyone's looking back like, yo, what were we doing? Oh, God. Yo, it was some it was some questionable stuff in that PC era. Oh man. <laughs> questionable. At the end, and that's one of them right the there. Filming two weeks at a time, they just allowable to do anything and just kind of got a little bit of it. You know, it, it, it's a time that I don't think anyone will look back at fondly because of just what was going on in the world, but I'm glad that we had it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm glad that it's still on I Mondays mean, in a pandemic. We still had something to at least have on TV when nothing else was going on. You know what I'm saying? Even though, like, a lot of those, like, half of those fucking uh, shows were... Like some of them were clip shows. They remember they were just out and out, just do clip shows. Some weeks where there was just not enough people <laughs> to fill the, the the show, and they I would know. have people work. They had people right. like sell like multiple times a, a week. <laughs> God bless. I mean, those. I mean, wow. But just a just a wild experience. But D is great to have you on this show. I like. I'm happy to be here, man. And uh, like I said. It's easy to get caught up in listening to a lot of different uh, people that may necessarily not look like you, um, so they may not understand the point of view when it comes to this thing of ours. Uh, like I said, I found you guys. Obviously, I have been following Mills and uh, J5. I have been following you guys for a while, and honestly, when y'all started your own thing, I was like, well, shit, I know who I'm tuning in, and I know who I'm finna tune out. Wow, man, that that means a lot, bro. I appreciate that too, because sometimes they also throw thing, but sometimes they also do look like us and still share a weird perspective. But it is what it is. Hey, hey, hey! Um, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm glad I, I'm glad I ain't running across them. Listen, <laughs> listen, hey, man, don't do it to yourself. Don't do it to yourself. Nonetheless, um, we should get into. Well, which, before we get into No Holds Barred, we should probably get into the question of the week that we're going to discuss on the Patreon-only type thing. Because Justin has yeah. some takes. And the, the the response to this has been, I guess I'm assuming, is wildly different than his take. So 
for those who are not on the Patreon, first of all, what are you doing? It's five dollars. Get on it. Um, yeah, I mean, look at look at look at Dietrich, man. He's he's on here. He's, he's on the show now. Listen, we here. Come on. Um, so that that's one thing. Um, second thing is. Every week we do a question of the week, or at least we're trying to do this every week. I might forget. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I don't. Um, we try to do a question of the week that we're going to answer on Patreon and kind of talk about it in a large discussion. Um, this week, question of the week is, should Cody beat Roman Reigns? So <laughs> we're going to so we're gonna talk about that on the Patreon. And, and for those who are not on Patreon, we'll be right back with No Hose Bard. All right, y'all. We had a I I I was I was spitting, man. I I, I never would have expected to be an advocate for this guy, but you're gonna want a strong Cody advocate, man. I can't wait to see you in your suit and tie. <laughs> you're gonna Ooh, he, he was he was going off up in there. Ooh, man, big neck tattoo was starting just to grow from his like a growth. <laughs> it's appearing, bro. It got a mine got a kinky on it. Mine got a kinky on it. <laughs> So Just it's re- even. I'm a member of the Nightmare Factory, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm my a, god, uh, I'm affiliated. But listen, man, that that just has to be what it has to be. You guys ha- will be able to listen to to my my take on the Cody situation, um, on the Patreon five dollars down, man. You guys get to listen to all these shows early, and you also get to get extended looks at shows like the A Show, and um. War report with, of course, our guy Quan, the comeback spot himself, and Cyrus. But let's get into No Holds Bar. First thing, big news. I'm glad it happened today and not right after we fucking recorded, but it happened late last night. Uh, the belief uh, is that, or or it has been confirmed that Kushida has left the WWE. He was moved over to the alumni page, and that was found out last night. Uh, he he left his contract uh, or it expired, and then his deal actually finished this week. Uh, and it's being said that you know. He might be just going back to uh to New Japan Pro Wrestling. I feel like everybody from Japan in WWE just want to go back to Japan. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's like, yo, this pandemic thing is different. I want to go home. Get me out of here, please. Um, I'd be interested to see kind of what his reasoning was, but it um, if I'm assuming that played a large part in it as well but i actually have no i have no basis on terms of that um but kushida i mean i liked kushida in his run i liked his you know his run against johnny gargano for the north american championship i'm not gonna say because i've definitely seen online how you fuck up kushida and i'm just like bro y'all don't y'all didn't even know who the nigga was before he showed up <laughs> like yeah, I, I, I saw a lot of people also saying like Yo, he lost all the time. I'm like, bro, did y'all ever, ever, ever watch <laughs> this uh, New Japan? He lost all the time, yes. bro. Like, he, he was not a. I remember people were like mad because he couldn't, he didn't beat Tanahashi when they felt like he should have beaten Tanahashi. I'm like, bro, like if you wanna, if you wanna call a spade a spade, like he, he's always kind of been that scrappy babyface archetype. Absolutely, I mean. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. No, 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 no. Uh, I was just saying, like, yeah, he was—he's always been the same way. Even when he got to NXT, I mean, I, I enjoyed him. I liked the whole Back to the Future thing. I, I was digging it, you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, like, he wasn't gonna come and win the NXT championship. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they, they, they slotted him where he was at. And then, like I said, in this recent year, yeah, he has been losing a lot on NXT. But I figured he knew he was on his way out. And he probably told him, like, yeah, I'm on my way out. Yeah. I mean, if you don't sign, if you don't resign, prepare to lose, nigga. <laughs> yeah. And he had been losing. He, I mean, he lost to Enofe and, and the other guy on level up. And I said, oh, that's a little weird. You know, it's, it's not like <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, I guess I guess he's, you know, uh, I guess he's, you know, maybe on his way out. And, you know, I, I think that this is it's tough to it's tough to be here. Let's just be clear. He had to, he got here right before the pandemic. They seem to have so many plans for him. Cruiserweight title was basically they were they were going to hand it to him. You know what I'm saying? Right. When he got when he came over here from Japan, the pandemic happened. He got injured. In fact, remember, he got injured on one of the first NXT lives. So he was out and he didn't come back until like deep into COVID. And and Triple H even says that we're going to talk about the, uh, his, his newest interview uh, in just a second where he's just like, hey, like the, the 2.0 thing came out of necessity. Like black and gold kind of died out when COVID died out. And we couldn't really get people in the position that we wanted to be in. Kushida is, is, is a fact of that, where it's just like they could not find something for him to do because everything had like by that time, Walter was gone. And he couldn't even get the, the 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 lick back on him. Like it was just a lot of things that just went wrong for NXT. I don't blame Kushida for trying because you know what he tried. You know what I'm saying? And and he gave an honest try. Absolutely. Um. All right. So boom. Let's get into this this next bit of news as Justin has talked about this Triple H news. Um. He had an interview in the Atlantic, um, earlier this week, kind of talking about. Pretty much the trans. I think this is the pretty much the topic that kind of everyone had been waiting to hear him talk about, especially since his absence since NXT 2.0 kind of began. Um, he talked about kind of the transition between NXT Black and Gold and NXT 2.0, which seems, which is overall just a different perspective of kind of the company taking a different perspective on how they're going to, you know, develop their talent. Now, Dietrich. Are you an avid watcher of NXT 2.0? Were you a fan of Black and Gold? Like, I mean, I mean, like I, with Black and Gold, yeah. I, when they had a you know takeover um, Dallas down here for 2016, I went to that. You know, obviously that was Ooh. the debut of Shinsuke Nakamura against Sami Zayn and a banger. Um, that was a moment. It, that, that was, was a moment, incredible. Baby. So I still go back and watch it uh, to the you know to this day. Um, yeah, I, I was a fan of the black and, and gold. Um, I felt like I said it became really reliant on the indie guys um, signing, signing this, signing that. You know, which is cool. It's whatever you want to do. Like, but I don't think they thought of long term when it came to the main roster. Um, I feel like they were only thinking like, oh, this is our thing down here. This is just gonna be us. And then they all right. these transition to the main roster. It ain't really, it ain't really work how they thought it was gonna work, um, you know. But like now, like the NXT 2.0, I'm digging it, I'm liking it. Uh, like I said, when you see your younger, uh, younger guys, younger girls, they they working out there. Even the NXT level up, I I enjoy watching those on uh, uh Friday nights. It's it, it's it's good. Like I said, you you working with new talent. Uh, you bringing those new talent up, you developing developing them, um, and like I said, I I, I enjoy watching uh, NXT uh, two point Yeah, I mean, I think overall, just kind of my in terms of, I mean, we've been with the product for close to at least a year now. It seems to be doing what it's doing. I mean, I think ultimately, um, 
WWE is doing this thing where, and people are going to say like, yo, we ride in WWE. I'm like, no, nah, it's not. But it's, it's, it's as a creative kind of realizing that there's times where you need to shift, maybe pivot, or maybe move on to the next thing as an industry. Um, and realizing that, you know, the style that NXT Black and Gold had, while it did cater to this kind of fan base, um, in terms of the long-term prospect of WWE, uh, it didn't necessarily work out. And then we hear comments from, like, Randy Orton talking about, like, some of the guys from NXT is like, yo, who taught them how to work and shit like that? Like, there's so much stuff that goes down. Um, yo, Justin, what, what, what did Triple H exactly say in this thing? Uh, about the NXT superstars going to to AEW? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's he said that um he said basically I like all these guys. They helped us get to where we needed to get, and I'm thankful for it. The truth is that there was a period of time where we were trying to build NXT. We built NXT, then we were trying to build a brand that could get on the television and sustain it. All those names helped us to get there. Whenever whether anyone believed it or not, or whether whether anyone believed they fit on Raw or SmackDown, those aren't necessarily my decisions solely, and they're Vince McMahon's decisions and fans' decisions. And then, can we continue to do business with them? If they have great gigs, I'm happy for them. I stay in touch with almost all of them. I like to think that they came into us here and we taught them a lot, and they get them to a higher level where they learn how to do television, how to be professionals, and how to be successful there. At some point, they might come back with us, or they might never because they don't fit our brand as well, and that's okay. They got us to certain places. I'm thankful for that. And they're off to different things. But that doesn't stop the train. People leave football teams, move on to different teams all the time, and it's great. I mean, there you go. <laughs> Here's, I feel like in terms of the – I don't know if people, I guess, wanted the idea of like, oh, my God, how do you feel about losing all of your you know, old NXT talent. And I feel like that's just how the business works. And I feel like Triple H more than anyone knows how the business works because he was actually, uh, you know, um, act an active competitor during the great, you know, I wouldn't say great exodus, but like Monday Night Wars, people moving back and forth. People got to do what's best for them at the end of the day. And I think for the last 20 years, the business kind of stayed stagnant until AEW showed up. But I don't know if people were expecting him to kind of say something else, but I think he's grateful for the... They want him to shoot. They want him to shoot on on uh, on Vince. They want him to shoot on Vince. And I think that like, I, I think that wrestling Twitter in general is just so histrionic. Like they cannot move on from certain things. Like they cannot move on. Like they we we can address certain things, but when it when it comes to like, hey, like things are changing. They cannot take change whatsoever. And, and I think one thing that he said is in this interview that I thought was really interesting was how. They, the plan for NXT 2.0 was always there because they had to get a, a fan base or a viewership that sustained itself. And a, a lot of people will laugh at the 600K every single week, but it's a solid 600K or more to tune in every single week to that show. Right. And that's really what we're trying to get. Was that they're just trying to figure out who's watching it, who's their core fan base. Because at the end of the day, that same 600K might have been the people that were watching it on the network too. You know, we don't know those network numbers. You know what I'm saying? But they they have... they they. They know what's going on. And I think that being able to move on from that, whether you like it or not, they're still seeing some sort of success with it and people are sticking with it, whether, you know, no matter the age. But to, to be able to say, hey, we had to move on from this. People are moving on. They, they might come back. They might not. They're not really a part of they might not be part of the brand. Like it, it doesn't make up for how shitty it was to, to fire a lot of these people <laughs> during mm-hmm. the pandemic. But mm-hmm. it does it does make sense where it's like, OK, like they they were going in a different direction. And, you know, clearly pandemic probably sped that up, you know, so yeah, 
it, it it's it's rough. It's rough. But I want to talk about something else that was rough over the weekend. And we don't really talk about ratings that much. But I, <laughs> I want to get I want I want to get really just your honest opinion on these AEW ratings because it seems to be like to me it seems like it's way it's too much. I feel like pe- they're giving people too much. And I think that like they're seeing that like there's like a a, a modest decline or, or really like a more than modest decline. Like they had a Battle of the Belt special. It did about half a million viewers on Saturday. Then they had uh Rampage they did on Friday before SmackDown. Ran- yeah, before SmackDown on at seven o'clock, they did about what four hundred and twenty seven K or something like that. Like, what do you think and, and again, like this is TV viewing patterns, you know, and, and it, this is for both sides. It, it's it's weird for for wrestling in general, but for AEW to start out like such so hot, and now it's kind of stabilized to where it's like, oh, we're gonna do like nine hundred on. Like they did nine hundred last week with CM Punk wrestling, and like all types of star and and a title match and all of that stuff in there, and it just kind of did what it usually does. Like what are what are you guys kind of seeing with this show? Where it's just like, okay, is the is, you know. With all the stars they have, it's not really growing. Like, what do you guys see? What, what, what trend do you guys see with that? All right, Dietrich, if you watch AEW, feel free to go first. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I, I watch it here and there. I, I'm not a uh, big fan of them or whatever the case may be, honestly, because sometimes I feel like they don't have anything to offer me. Um, but I will say this. What's got to stop is these huge announcements. I got a huge announcement. Like, how many huge announcements do you got? You can't keep popping that off because you want people to tune in to to say you signed so-and-so and and -and so-and-so. Like, what's happening here? Y'all got big stars. Y'all got guys, I guess indie dudes. They got indie guys that that were stars. They got former WWE stars. They got Mr. CM Punk, which should be... I guess doing more for them or whatever the case may be, but clearly it's not. Um, they have a lot of pieces there to, I guess, rival even Raw's ratings, but we don't see that. We means nine hundred k. Friday's abysmal five hundred when you know SmackDown is doing one point eight nine two. You know, I just think they have they they're more focused on these shock announcements, these shock value parts where it's like come on guys if you if this is what you want to do then do that but the rating talk gotta stop it's just it's just gotta stop because a oh it did this it did this oh it this playoffs and like dude before AEW jumped on the scene monday night used to be interrupted by the the damn dog show this and that Monday Night Football rating. Nobody cared until this AEW thing showed up, and now it used to be the demos when they popped off. Now it's now it's back to being it's it's the ratings. Like, like let's pick a side. Pick a side. I feel like the show, at least in terms of rating. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold them to the fire too much because. Two of the shows that we talked about were in different time slots than they are usually. I mean, not that they're doing that much great anyway, but they're in different time slots. One was at 7 o'clock for whatever reason. I think it was because of NBA, um, which is fine because 
I'm trying to watch NBA, to be honest with you. Um, it's the playoffs. Um, one was there, and then one was on Saturday night for also during NBA. So I'm not even sure what the damn thing was. Um, but I'm not going to give them too much because they're in different time slots and it's hard to condition people to immediately go to these different time slots and watch these things, especially during the weekend. It's fine. However, the fact you have major world championship matches on these shows and it does absolutely nothing. I don't feel bad. for. I mean, I'm sure Adam Cole's like, yo, who are you to feel bad for me? But at the same time, it's like, what you thought it was, it's clearly not. What their interests are is clearly not in developing and creating and, and creating exciting television, which is most importantly. I think the people from I think people who watch this show and critique, oh, AEW does this and WWE does that. I think WWE looks this look looks at this from the standpoint of we're making television here. So it can't just be great matches all the time and hoping that people are going to tune in for that. You can't just fill up the first hour and then decide to go to the second hour and drop everything there. You can't have, and, and this goes out to more people than that as well. You can't have, you know, people talking about, oh, Keith Lee, Swerve, um, and, and versus, um, what's my man's name? Um Will Hobbs and 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 and, and God, was my this is my guy? Um, I forgot his name. Um, oh, uh, the the fucking uh, I know you're talking about. He's like the Rock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah fuck. <laughs> I'm mad that I'm fucking up his name. Stark, 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 Stark. There we go. You're my guy. Don't worry about it. That segment, um, that segment with them got the lowest viewership last Wednesday, and everyone and was like, "People well, blamed up like we like we the problem." My God. I was mad about that. <laughs> I was mad about that more than anything because you really like shifting blame from the fact that this TV show is so poorly organized that people drop off a cliff in the second hour because they don't build to anything on the show. They start off the show hot, they keep the show hot, and then it drops because it's no longer hot anymore. And you have matches that don't mean it. You could hear, as as Justin you know puts it during one of the women's matches, you could hear a roach fart during that match. Because one, you have not conditioned people to like the women's matches enough, unless Britt Baker is in front of your television. And you have not, you know, put in the effort to develop a lot of these women that you're putting on the show. And it's the same thing for everything else you put on the show. The fact that people wanted to blame, they black. first of all, the fact that black people wanted to blame black people for not supporting this show after they have not supported us back in any perceived, and then put them in the second hour. If you want people to go out and believe that these guys are big stars, put that tag team match at the first match of the show. Similar to what they did on Monday watching. night. Go ahead. Because that's, that's when everyone's watching, is, is that first hour. And, and then... It's it's the same thing of what they did with the women's match last night. Big tag team, women's tag team championship match. This is probably the most anticipated women's tag team championship match has been in the last, like, two years. And they put it at the top of the show, and I think it got a good reaction in it. And not only did was it a great match, but it also told a story and advanced the program. It did so many different things at once. And, and it got the initial crowd. And now you have people who's going to be supporting Liv or supporting Rhea or whatever these things. And you see Sasha Banks and Naomi and all this other stuff. You give them their eyes on that. This show is so poorly put together from a standpoint of a television show that it is suffering because it is not a good television show. I don't want to sit there for two hours and watch this shit. 
beyond the wrestlers and their abilities and all this other stuff, that's besides the point in this point. It's not a good television show. Raw, third hour, someone said it on Twitter most of the time. Sometimes it's not even just me watching the show. Sometimes it's the show watching me at some points because that third hour would be tough. Yeah, PS5 be on unless there's like... (laughs) But those two hours of AEW, once you get past that first hour, barely... there ain't nothing in demand to watch anymore. I'm not trying to watch no offense. And they all oh my guys, they all New York, you know, New York people, but I'm not trying to watch Pride and Powerful and Eddie Kingston shout very New York things at each other <laughs> to some white guys. I'm not trying to watch that. It's not a good television show. That's kind of my thing about this. I hey yo, church. <laughs> I mean, that that conversation last week was the, the niggas was saying like we gotta make a spaces about this. I'm like, for what? There's I'm not nothing in no damn spaces. Get out of my <laughs> There's nothing to talk about here. If it's you don't feel that way, yeah, like if you don't feel that way, that's the thing. The, the it's been it's been proven that that AEW has like the lead, the the least diverse audience of all time. It's not a shock that black people don't watch the show. Period. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, it's like you you wasn't catering to us in the beginning. But not just because you threw us on in the second hour, you want us to tune in now. It's like, come on, man. Like, how can you even say that that's our fault that the, the second hour dropped off? They ain't got nothing to do with us. It ain't my fault. Y'all, some, they said, and then it's like, they're like, well, what did that tweet say? It was like, Vince will call you the N word and y'all would, y'all would lap it up. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? It ain't my fault. That's the thing that that shocked me. Remember that spaces we had? We had a long time ago, a couple months ago. And I was just like, bro, I cannot believe people actually talk like this in real life. Like people legitimately talk like this for real. Like they say, they say these things on the internet and then they like get off the internet and they still say it. And that, (laughs) that, that to me is the craziest part about this whole shit is that people actually get off of the internet meals in in, in Detroit. And they say these. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt, but. Also, the Scorpio Sky thing. Ooh. Keep the same energy is all, all we're saying. All we're saying is keep the same energy. We're not saying the people who talked badly about people is like, okay, the Biggie lost the world championship thing. Mm-hmm. I ain't hear a damn thing about the Scorpio Sky thing. I ain't hear nearly you know, enough. You know what made it worse is that Scorpio that is that he lost to somebody who everyone always gets mad about whenever he shows up on TV about you know the Sasha Banks comments he made. I'm talking Sammy Guevara and then, but no one's really saying nothing about this right now. I think it's just, it's just interesting. Right. Or it's just like, it was crickets, literal crickets. And now it's in it, the biggest thing was like, you can't even say he, you thought that he had a solid run or he's going to get it again. Scorpio sky only got that title to really advance another storyline that he was not a part of. And then he lost it. S- selective, selective hearing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They, it's like we they saying one thing, but they don't want to hit another thing. Like, if you want to get mad at, like I said, you know, the second hour dropping off or whatever, not supporting, but but you're quiet on this. It, what what makes a difference between this? Is it performative? Because that's what it seems like to me. It seems to be performative. It always is. It always is. Um. I think that was like it's been it was a pretty slow week. I think that was the biggest thing this week. Um let's just go right ahead into into the shows. 
Let's just let, we're not even gonna take a break this week. Let's go into the shows. Is that cool? Right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm straight. You know, you know me. Smackdown. Smackdown. <laughs> I gotta I gotta hold on. I gotta remember what happened on SmackDown. Oh, also they're celebrate listen, they're celebrating 20 years of Randy Orton this week. Oh, We've got good. 20 years with this man. That is insane. My I'm not gonna say this is the legacy of Randy Orton, but they've legitimately changed rules for Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I mean they changed the the wellness rules. He's the <laughs> He's Allen Iverson in reverse in WWE, bro. He, his the rules only got worse. <laughs> like, I guess they can smoke weed. <laughs> it, we, we, oh. we can't. So so fuck it. But Raw or SmackDown was it was a strange show. No Roman on the show. They tried to pull what? the. He's in the locker room. He's just not coming out. Like no, he's not there. Hey, <laughs> he was at the crib, man. <laughs> but Randy was there. I think right. Yeah. Yeah, Randy, Randy, uh, that was that was them right there. Yeah, they were there. They were on the oh, yeah, show. Yeah. Uh, All right. So they definitely were on the show this week, and they set up this match that we're going to get at WrestleMania Backlash, the unification yes. tag team championship match between RK Bro and the Usos. What are our general thoughts on you know on I guess this match and this encounter, which is like I guess it's the biggest tag team match in WWE since probably the Canadian Stampede. <laughs> They can't, they cannot keep letting these niggas win. <laughs> they just can't. If they win both titles and it's a blood if and the bloodline got all the titles, I'm going to scream. They want that picture. So they so get ready. Because uh they want that picture on that Monday night when they run out there and they got all the titles. It's gonna so be hard get, too. Get, get ready to scream because that's what's gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be hard as fuck, bro. <laughs> they want they got they want all that because it, it it adds to the overall story of Roman Reigns apparently. So they are gonna want they, all that, and that's they that, that's already got the bloodline merch. They got bloodline merch with both of them, both all the titles already in them. I'm not sure and of it's it. in the vault right now, cooking. <laughs> Just wait to drop day one. Screen print right now. <laughs> I, bet the t- I bet the tagline is going to be "Blood is thicker than titles" or whatever. Blood is thicker than belts. Boo. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, they're not gonna. God bless, but yeah, I think it's the Usos is probably going to pick this up. But I mean, I didn't really notice that. I, I thought it was a good look to have this program, and I and I hope my hope is at least the take that I threw out is that this match closes WrestleMania Backlash because I think. Um, Roman ain't working. Roman's not working. It's it's clear he's not working. <laughs> yeah, he ain't got no program. They, they did the no Shinsuke program. thing, and that was it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. What? What? Everyone's on PTO. I, I guess that last week everyone was on on the on PTO. So it, and they deserved it. But like, you know, it, that was to me like the most the 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 biggest program on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw Ricochet defend the title against Jinder Mahal. Jinder still not good. <laughs> Still not good at all. It's just like consistently not good. Sorry, Channing, but like consistently not as good. You know what? I'm, He's I'm terrible. Say, it's gender. Gender. I mean, he got a job. I mean, what am I supposed to say? God bless him. 
he still got a job. Hey, um, hey, that's a former that's a former WWE champion. Put some respect on his name. First minute of the match, I see Ricochet in a headlock. I said, "Oh Lord, let me skip ahead, bro." <laughs> no, nah, they, they were slowing I, it down real. They were slowing it down real easy on that one. Yo, the the Ricochet slander got to stop. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we need to stop the Ricochet. Listen, whoever started this Ricochet is not good conversation. Cut it the fuck out. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on with y'all? Like, I hate to even get like that, but I'm like, all right, I know we joke them for the, the promos and the Drew McIntyre shut up thing. And the and, ball head and stuff. <laughs> and the, ball, and the dancing. Least, here's my thing. At least he had a respect. <laughs> at least he had a respect that no one is over for his hairline. And a lot of y'all don't from what I'm seeing. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> a lot of y'all need to let it go. Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't do that to people. Nah, yeah, no, nah, 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 nah. They got to let it go because, uh, you know, no disrespect, you know, to Mr. Stevie Wonder, but some of them hairlines, y'all be looking like Stevie. So it's time, know, it's time to go Wonder. ahead. It's time to go ahead. Stevie, Stevie hairline all the way to the back of the middle of the head. He got It got to go, man. That. It got to go. They got to go. It all combed the same, baby. It all combed the same. He don't know that. <laughs> it's a reason. It's the reason why a lot of y'all are not showing y'all pictures on y'all on y'all Abby's on Twitter, bro. Because I know your hairlines is cooked. So stop talking about this. All right, all right, all right. No, we need to. Yes, I, we need to stop the 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 conversation that Ricochet is not good. Ricochet is incredible. <laughs> like in the ring, he's incredible. Do I think he needs a role as a like a persona type of thing? Absolutely. But in terms of in the ring. This guy, he brings it every time, and he brings the best out of his opponent, even the gender. To an no, extent. he 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 had gender selling. Yeah, he, that was what he brought brought out of him. But a good win for Ricochet. It seems like they're going, they're all in on him right now. They're they're really all in on him. He beat a former WWE champion, and that's something that I could not have said <laughs> when AJ Styles running it up on this nigga two years ago. So. <laughs> Man, no, you're it was, right. It, it was it was some clips off that AJ stuff. AJ was, oh, AJ was working on boy. Hey, he was destroying this nigga. It, it Styles clashes off the top rope every time out. Every time Styles clashes Ooh, off the top rope. That one where he bounced him, he bounced him off the top rope. Oh my god! I said he, <laughs> I said he disrespectful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. um what else happened on this show? Uh, you yeah, had an Drew, Drew Gulak got beat up. <laughs> Drew Gulak got charlotted, by the way. Just letting you know. I'm beginning to wonder if his whole... Is he really going to be a backstage journalist? Or was that was just for the purpose of getting beat up by Charlotte? Might That might have been the purpose. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he get money, man. <laughs> My man... That figure four leg lock was about to slip out. He said, hold up. Don't do this yet. <laughs> My leg not moving. No sorry. And he had to latch on. He damn near locked it on him damn self. <laughs> yeah, nah, he made her look good there. I, I think I think if Drew is kind of like, Drew will be a bomb-ass producer. You know what I'm saying? I know people want him to have the WWE title, which, why? <laughs> but... <laughs> Why? Hey man, man. listen. We saw if you see what Tony needs look like in AEW, you probably don't because you never see that nigga. But (laughs) don't send, don't wish AEW on Drew Gulak. Wish for him to have a high paying job where he's able to support his family. You know, continue to support his hairline in that Mm -hmm. order, 
And you gotta get <laughs> he's the first face you see on 2K22. He's the first face you <laughs> literally he's the first face you see. <laughs> he teaches you how. He teaches you how to play the game. So like he's the first person you see in the in the game. So it's like I mean he's good. Uh, Rhea and, and and Naomi had a really good match. I thought they, they had a banger. Mm-hmm. I I think what's underrated here is that Naomi very good, but also Rhea Ripley also very good. Mm-hmm. And they and we'll talk more about Rhea in a second. But they had a really great match there to build up some suspense for Monday's tag team match. Uh, Sami Zayn, Drew uh, McIntyre, they are they are trying their damnedest to keep him away from Roman Reigns. I, I I'm telling you. They are trying hard. I feel like they don't want him. It might be for the best interest because they might not want him to get beat. <laughs> well, I don't think they want either of these guys to get beat right now, but I I think that it's smart for them to do this, but I also feel like it's also like, all right, come on, guys. Like, give give Drew something, bro. <laughs> I mean, give him something, bro. He can go back to Happy Corbin. All right. Uh, uh, boot, boot D off the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, they gotta, they gotta do something, man. I mean, like I said, they, just right, they don't want any of these guys to get beat. Um, so they're kind of just giving Drew, like, oh, here you go, give you something to stay active. You know what I'm saying? Keep your cardio up. I know, in terms of just kind of moving on from this thing, I know Justin, you had very high praise for one band named Butch this week. He he's the star of that of that of that that group looking like, or he's gonna be the star. Like, listen, they don't give you what they're giving him, like that that type of character. If they don't see something in you, he's not silly, he's not a joke. He's literally like the the loose cannon, like what like the the where is Butch? That's a shirt <laughs> because it's like, yo, where is he? <laughs> and if you roll up on you, he gonna whoop your ass. Like he reminds me of Finley, Butch ass nigga. That's what they should call him. Um, are. <laughs> Can we boot meals out of chat now? <laughs> um, no, but I one hundred percent agree with you. Like that, where's Butch shirt? I think just in general, I think they've managed to capture um a a gimmick that ingrains a little bit of personality that he never really gets to show. Um, he never truly gets to talk, which is, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he'll get there one day and he'll be able to, you know, do that. I guess a lot more comfortably on the mic, but then also. It's taking advantage, like, even his size, he's still very dangerous, which is something that WWE never really does. I mean, we see stuff like almost on television and we got to go sit through, like, Gunther stuff and all this other stuff like that. But we never, like, you get called up and it's like his size is an advantage because now he's a small killer, Tasmanian devil type of character. And I think that's probably the best way they could have, you know, utilized him. And, you know, sorry to all the people who thought, you know. He would flee with flop. Yeah. But it's not happening. Hey, he came flying across that table, but ain't never touched the ground in his life. Woo! <laughs> I said, That's combine, baby. That's combine stuff. They don't teach you that over in the Nightmare Factory. They don't teach you about that stuff. I said, whoa. Wait can, a we stop being, can we stop being afraid? for him now is it okay to just be like all right he's good he'll be fine yeah for sure man i know a lot of people uh he got the name change and everybody dogged it but you know a wrestler is more than just a name you know what i mean you know yeah, it's just, just like there's just like there's more than one dynasty in wrestling bro you know what i'm saying hey, all right hey all man right. this ain't my show but boot this man <laughs> 
Oh my god. What else have uh, I been down? Um not much I, I want to talk about. Mad Cat Moss, ill. Um uh, I thought I thought Jimmy and uh Riddle had a good match. Oh, oh yeah. yes. One of the best Riddle in one month has had two of the best RKOs of all time. That was sick. That yeah. was sick. I was legitimately like, yo, that shit was crazy. Nah, that was pretty tight. Like that was pretty like, tight. How did he do that? How the fuck did he do that? Like that that was that was crazy. Um sidebar sidebar before we move on from SmackDown because this happened. It didn't happen on SmackDown, but was a dark segment for SmackDown. One LA night. Looks like he's getting a new gimmick. Did you guys see any of this online? Yes, yes, I did. How do you guys feel about LA Knight now being the mouthpiece for I don't know if he's formerly known as Mace, but now he's face? <laughs> I wish y'all could I wish it was a visual medium if you could see what I was doing with my hands right now. But um Tony <laughs> Yeah. Uh I know I think I think it's 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 a good role. I think we all foresaw that. And and the thing is is that somebody would have had to do that. I, I think the the rumor was that it was gonna be Adam Cole. Adam Cole said he'd never seen anything about it, never heard about it. But I was like, that was definitely for somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it that that role was gonna be for somebody. I'm just wondering if it was always for LA Knight or if someone got their um got their wires crossed. But I'm waiting to see what it is. If he could be sort of like a give me, you know, show me the money type guy and eventually wrestle if he wants to. I mean they you got to have like for I think for a manager is the biggest issue I think that Vince has with them is that they always have to look weak and unopposing like like, you know, like they have to look like punks. L.A. Knight don't look like that. You know what I'm saying? He looks like he could whoop your ass, too. So I think it, I think he could really work as a manager, but someone who could also get his hands dirty, too, if they if they choose to go that route. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like that's the that, like the manager thing. I think that's missing in WWE, too. Um, just those managers, like I said, credible, uh, not a woman. In the sense of, like, they always put two dudes together with a, with a woman. They don't ever yeah. put two dudes together. And this is the mouthpiece manager. And, and, but outside of, um, you know, during the uh, PC and the, um, the building, whatever the building was called, I forget what it was called, uh, Thunderdome uh, with uh, yeah. the Hurt Business. Absolutely. No, it's a and – I, and I think um... – just in general, he's doing great in the role. I mean, he's a great talker. And I think he's embraced it already because he kind of knows. It's like, yo, I got to embrace this. This might be one step to another step. And who knows? He'd probably end up in the ring before the end of the year. Who knows? But um, this is one step to another step. And now we're stepping over to Monday Night Raw. It was a great two-hour show, I thought. Entertained me. <laughs> great. Entertained me for two hours. And then... uh the thing is, is that they're trying to carry you to the Cody match, but they just didn't have enough to carry you to that match at the end. Because nah. like might, they might have to establish that at nine o'clock. <laughs> maybe they'll yeah. hold me over to eleven. I don't know about from from eight o'clock to ten thirty. There's a lot of stuff that goes down. They put him in a. They, you know, last week they put him in a good spot at nine with the Miz, which I thought it was a that was a good spot for him. Um, but mm-hmm. like I said, if you want to you 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 teasing the mystery opponent from the opening segment till nine, my time, nine forty something to get there. It's like, okay, you might not have enough to kind of get there. So maybe nine o'clock would probably be a better spot. And they maybe put something else on in the, in the main event. But like I said, they don't really have anybody because Roman's not on TV. So they kind of got to put them up there in that spot. I would have, and, and my thing is that I would have announced that it was Kevin Owens from the beginning because 
that's something I would have waited to see. Like with the with the with the with the secret, you know, guy. I'm like, I'm thinking it's gonna be Mad Cat Moss or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's gonna be somebody weak. But like, I feel like I would they they, they would have had a better build if it, if it was Cody saying ah, you know what I'm saying. But I know the story was that you know it wasn't. He wasn't supposed to know who it was, right? So, yeah. um, you know who I thought it was gonna be? Who I thought it was gonna be Champa. Oh no, no champ on the show today. I think they're repackaging him though. Because they, because they, I seen they they posted like uh, I don't know if it was on Twitter or Instagram. They posted like, oh, who should be his opponent on Monday? I think it's, it was something on Monday. They might have deleted it or something like that. But I, know, yeah. I feel like they posted something about him. Hey, who should be his first opponent? And I was all like, oh, that'll be dope. But uh, you know, obviously, I guess I didn't see the connection between him and Kevin Owens coming back to kind of do a little thing with Seth. Yeah, I, I honestly think that Kevin Owens would be a perfect little thing. I feel like they're having him bounce around until they kind of figure out what they want to do with him. Not saying he's that they have He's a utility player. He's a utility. Yeah. You could put him in anything and it's going to work. Like, I thought the lie detector thing was funny. I, I think that one thing that, that bothered me about it was that I felt like Ezekiel wasn't as funny as he was a week ago, where he was like, his delivery wasn't as funny. I thought Gable and KO were on. I thought Ezekiel was like, it, it had, it wasn't, too, it wasn't, it wasn't tongue in cheek enough for me. You know mm. what I'm saying? Where it was just like, he was, com- I, I didn't feel like he was completely, I know he's all in cause he's, he's Elias. Like he's, he was all in on that fucking gimmick, but I want to see him like, what do you mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see him play it up a lot more than what it, what he's doing right now. No, nah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, it was, it wasn't, uh, over the top enough, if you will, for me, but I, but I watched him in the ring and I was like, that's sure. That's, that's Elias. That's a lot. Right yeah, that's, <laughs> don't matter if he wearing pants or shorts. That's the same nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to watch it. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, oh God. <laughs> you want to get into the Finn thing, or do you want to get into the? Because I got things to say about the Finn thing, but it's not Let's about, about Finn. the Finn thing. Let's talk about the Finn thing, and then we can maybe like wrap up the rest of the show because definitely. Listen, the live thing is pretty big. The live and real live thing is pretty big, but. Amp calling him Pin Balor to me. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I hate you, Amp, in so many different ways. <laughs> in so many different oh, ways. <laughs> oh my God, he said that? Oh, he man. called him Pin Balor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we got to get Amp back on the show one day. But, um, no, man. <laughs> that see that's why i was like yo maybe we gotta get this man a tag team partner or something because <laughs> oh man oh my god i, he, he's I think being, that, he's being theory before he just hasn't been him lately <laughs> best best case scenario for him is for him and champa to kind of for him to get into a, a tag team more stable like you said like i think that there is a there's actually a lack of them in the show right now like there are not a lot of stables in the show right now so i think that would he would at least be I, here's my thing okay my thing about this and this is my this is my whole my spiel on theory but less on Finn. let's not write finn's obituary because no. he is legitimately p- playing the same character he has played since the beginning of time on the main roster he is a, he is again a utility guy that helps other guys get over because they can always heat him up whenever they want him to we saw that last year we got excited for it. It might not have ended the way that we wanted to, but we'll always be excited for Finn to be in the main and uh, on the main event. That's just what they do. I'm not writing his obituary. It just is what it is. Some of your favorites are going to lose. Whatever you know, what I'm saying like I, it, I've, I've, I have far beyond pined for him to be the champion, and I just realize what it is and I move on because that's what you're supposed to do when you're human. 
I'm gonna keep but, you a buck. After this AJ Styles program, Edge might be like, "Yo, I gotta help this nigga out." <laughs> he, he, he low key might. He low key might because that just seems to be what he's trying to do. But my issue isn't with Finn. It's more that no matter what Finn does, Biggie, AJ Styles, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Pat McAfee, no one gives a fuck about Theory. And I just think that that's the issue right there. He he. He might have gotten reactions, but I think that was just because of who he was next to. And mm-hmm. that's why they're having to beat your favorites because you get reactions out of those people that he's not getting. If this title does nothing for him, I know that they're very stubborn. We've seen how stubborn they are when they want guys to be the guy. They've, they've wanted this guy to be a guy for a very long time. I really do not see it. He just seen, he, he is just to me, he's, he's perfectly hateable, I think. I think that they made him perfectly hateable. He has fine matches. He just has legitimately no character you can get behind, and no matter who he stands next to, I just do not care about what he does. I like if he has a title right now, I don't care about the title. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's just going to be a really long reign where it, he just goes over people that I just feel like are way more talented than he is. I agree. I mean, I agree completely. I mean, I don't think yeah, I don't really think there's anything truly to ride home about about theory. Um, I think we're writing off the nature of his potential and you believe that he's going to be a big guy, but realistically, like there's still some things to change, but it seems like they're trying to force a square in the circle slot right now. What do you think? You know, I just, you're right. I I can't get behind him. Like, I don't know what it is. It's not like he's like, like you said, he's got that character down kind of like, it's easy to hate him. Easy to it's kind of like the Miz. It's kind of like the Miz. Um, it's easy to hate. You know, you don't have to do much to hate him. But at the end of the day, it's just like the matches are just okay. Um, what else is what else are you offering to me to get behind him? Uh, because Vince is co-signing. Uh, don't he, care. He gets the selfie with Vince. Don't care. Yeah, Vince- it's got a bigger reaction. It's got a bigger reaction than his own title win last night. Yeah, like who, who, like you were doing the selfie thing. Like who, who gives, who gives a damn? Like who cares, man? And then, and then they sending all the, they sending all the, the main event dudes, the on the from the show main event. They sending all them dudes out there to, to give them the Kurt Angle, uh, hosting them up and shit. Like come on, man. It, nobody cared. No one gave a shit. Like they, they tried to shoot to the crowd being like shocked and stuff like that. I think they were more shocked to say they gave it to this trash nigga. Yeah. Like they were not <laughs> they were they weren't shocked. They were just like, I can't believe they're really like they're really going forward with this. And I, I you know, we could see like when when I heard that the match was happening, I was like, Y'all better get ready. Like he's about to lose the title because he hasn't done anything with it. They dropped the Damian Priest storyline. Like if honestly, if I was a fan, I'd be like, What the fuck are y'all doing? Like they completely nah, that's dropped how I would feel. Yeah, like the Damian Priest thing was completely dropped, and and he beat him, and they moved on. And and I think that like for for a show that like a lot of things actually are connecting, a lot a lot of things are actually moving on to like something that that kind of uh is leading to something else. Finn Finn being stopped when he actually had a feud was kind of weird. Like it, and then to move on, like because and I was like, if I see him facing this nigga again, I'm gonna be like, bro, that he must not be, be resigning because I'm just like don't. <laughs> Like what the fuck is he? What are they doing here, bro? Like it, it was just frustrating. It's just it's just frustrating to watch. Yeah. Not only as a fan, but just as as someone who like really thinks that there's a lot of other people on the show that that have a potential. But yeah, they, I mean, best yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and they dropped the. They ended up dropping the match. What was the, what was the final match between them at at a uh, Royal Rumble? 
Uh, it was it was the, no what, between who the, uh, between uh, Finn and uh, Priest. It was on Raw. It was a Raw match, and that was that was that was the blow off match, and then they just dropped it. Well, I don't even did they get a rematch? I don't think they got a rematch. I don't think he got his rematch. So he just won. He won the title, and then that was it. Or he got, or you know what happened? I think he got the rematch, and somebody interfered or some shit. Um, I think Gary had interfered. It was it was before Mania, wasn't it? And yeah, it was and something it was, beforehand. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It, it was it. Come on, man. Yeah, you, you, you could saw you you could see the way they was it was it was going. Yep. It, it, they just they not. I, I really don't think that they don't have faith in the guy, but I think that they definitely see him in a certain way. And I don't know what it's going to take for him to come out of that. So it's kind of like they 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 put the title on him, kind of like uh, when you when your friend asks for some chips, and you'd be like, "Damn, nigga, here." <laughs> yeah, that's literally what it is. Like, do I see a, a current the current structure of where where he is right now? Do I see Austin Theory winning the the, the WWE title? Hell no. I there there just there's a lot of there's a lot of shit he's going to have to overcome. I don't see him beating no Seth Rollins or nothing like that anytime soon. So uh, that is what it is. Um, the twenty four seven wedding. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was truth saved that segment. Classic. Yeah, he 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 saved that segment. <laughs> like put, put, what, put it in put it in, put it in a decade top segments. Classic. <laughs> I feel no. I've you know what? We haven't talked about the twenty four seven championship on this show in quite some time. And honestly, why would we? But <laughs> this was really well done for the fact that characters who aren't usually with one another are with each other. And I think that was the best part about it to me. That was the most sobering part. To see Sasha Banks and Naomi in this segment, as well as all the other people from the 24-7 uh, division, which apparently is like five people at this point, and Nikki Ash. Um, <laughs> um, to see them all there for me was worth it and all in the same segment. Like the ecosystem is bigger than just the same four to six people. So I was, yeah. I was hyped for that. I liked it. I, I thought the the swerve of Reginald at the end was a great payoff. The crowd tried to t- try to take over the, the, the whole thing, but I thought our truth was such a great MC and that he did not allow them to do that and fuck the whole segment up. <laughs> so it, hey man. I'm not gonna get no more gigs. <laughs> <laughs> it came, it came off really, really well. Um, and I, I just, I, I, I don't know what's next here. But I, I, I was watching it and I was talking to Cyrus. I was like, okay, this is, this is it. Like the belt has to end here. Like there's nothing else they can do with this belt. <laughs> They've done everything. <laughs> you, you know what, man? You know what I was thinking about that belt, right? I, honestly, I thought it would lead to some type of Becky Lynch interaction. And I don't, and I don't know, I don't know if that was in my mind. I was just processing that because of that promo she did before the uh, house show, where she was talking about I, I never walked to Raw, I haven't been on Raw because you know I was, I've been a champion uh, for you know on going on three years, uh, you know, in 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 concurrently every time she was on Raw, she was a champion. So I was like, oh well, shit. Maybe she'll win the twenty four seven title and she can come out on ride because she'll still say I'm still a champion. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. <laughs> I think she on PTO. That's why. But she just she still got to go to the house shows to get paid. Yeah, I, was, I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, well, I'm a, shit. Maybe she won the twenty four seven champion. She could be a champion when she come out on raw. Speaking of speaking of Becky, 
I, I do think it's interesting that they're doing they're going to run the Sonya match next week because I, I do think they're just going to get around to just doing the, the Becky rematch. I think she's going to come back next week. I, I think. Yeah, that's, I yeah. think so as well. Yeah. And they're going to they're going to probably, uh, quote, fire Sonya from her position so that she can be an in-ring competitor, which I'm like, you don't really need her to do that. Just call up some women, you know, like <laughs> you don't really need yeah, you. There's some women they could call up right now. Yeah, like, there, there's some women that she unless she could again, stables, if, if you could get us, if she if she can get a cool little stable, that'd be cool, too. I think that would be kind of like that would be dope. I mean, if we're going to keep Sonya in this management type role. Maybe make her, like I said, like, and not even a manager, but like, okay, she got these stables, she got the stable, but you don't really know that she's behind the stable. She kind of put them in favorable spots, uh, you know, so on and so forth. And it could kind of work that way, but uh, it'd be, it'd be cool. Sonya was in a little stable, but like this whole switching between I want to be in the ring, I don't want to be in the ring, I want to be this backstage thing. Uh, we kind of gotta like pick, let's just pick something. But again, to 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 Bianca's credit, I've said this for months. They never make her out to be stupid. They never make her out to be in in any type of like idiotic fashion. I thought the dollar fine was fantastic. It was it was very it was like Stone Cold ish, John Cena ish in in terms of 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 how that paid off for the audience, and I thought that came off really well. Um by not just having her like leave oh yeah i thought i thought it was i thought it was pretty funny too she was talking about yeah wire that money over like no i got it i got it right here <laughs> she probably got that shit from uh from from drew gulak shit. Hey, but, man, uh, a couple more of those and she could be a patron to be honest with you. <laughs> that's all i was thinking at that time i was like a couple more of those you might might be on your way girl that should have been her uh, fine to, to become a hall of fame patron on uh the a show patreon for a year Hey, she could have paid it. She got it. I know. You know, I I, I ain't pocket watching, but you know. No, she, she listen. She, I think she got it. a little bit better. It was a bling. We, we we looked at a picture of her in the, in the Discord from like what was it? Maybe like 2016. And to now, I was like, even the braid look healthier. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, that's that that mean that mean that mean the money flourishing. That's, money that's what is it mean. the money up. Beautiful. They living. Yeah. S- side note, pictures inside of Gucci bags. Yeah, she yeah, living. Yeah, side note. Let me let me go back to that Tamina. Uh, the the the, the segment. Yo, mm-hmm. Tamina was looking. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let me say. Let hey. me say. Hey, hold on, wait. I, I had to. I had to. I had to. I had to look back again. I was like, hold on, wait a minute now. Hey, when I seen it, you fine. <laughs> <laughs> She had them Air Force Ones on though. I don't know about that. She still, <laughs> got the, she still got the new ports in the tuck. All right. Don't like, don't get fucked up. But <laughs> hey man, it, what what else happened on this show? A tag team match. Oh, uh, uh, it seems like the, the, the street profits are getting that edge that we always wanted them to have, which about fucking time. Uh I still feel like they're gonna get they're gonna break up this year. Montez just has such a high ceiling. Yeah, and 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 like I don't know. I just like I get it, tag team. You know, get Mister Mister Famo. I'm sick of that dude. Uh, <laughs> even though they haven't had him talk too much, uh, I, I just like I said, I feel like the Montez. You can tell that the, the ceiling is just is high. And uh, I, I want. Go ahead. 
No, no, go ahead. Finish up. Finish up. No, no. I just feel like, like I said, the ceiling's high, and I feel like there's there's an opportunity there, right there. To uh, like I said, you want to make another star, future star. I think it's right there already. I don't want to coronate Montez too early. That's usually my thing, because I feel like he's definitely can be there, but we've never like kind of seen it up close and he does have potential but i feel like we've been saying this since day one and i feel like we're about to set ourselves up for failure <laughs> if it doesn't go the way that we want if he isn't wwe champion everyone's gonna write it off as a failure so i'm just kind of riding the street profits thing for now if he goes solo that shit is cool if he don't i'm cool with that as well um if he becomes wwe champion that's amazing if he doesn't i'm cool with that as well He's got big shoes to fill in that house with Bianca Belair standing right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, I don't. I'm not saying curb your thing, but I'm saying like curb your thing. Whoa! Hey, yo, <laughs> come on now, come on now. I'm not saying curb the curb the. You know, uh, damn. <laughs> um, just stop. I'm just saying. Let's move over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, all right, whatever. <laughs> he got his homeboy home on the main roster. That's really all he needed to do. No one ever thought that that uh, Dawkins was ever going to make it there, bro. But he did. So it is what it is. Oh, yeah, you know, they, 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 you know, he got him up there. The money when he came with it, you know. So I mean, it's yeah. it's cool. But like I said, you know, I, I I do foresee. I don't know if they break up, split up, feud, or whatever. I do foresee something in the in the future for them. Um, yeah. For sure. But I thought the match was cool. I um I, I didn't expect uh I didn't expect the RK bro to, to uh, lose, but they gotta they gotta get their win back. What they do with the profits is really weird. Is that they have them lose and they have them beat the team like a team below them that would have that would have leapfrogged them the week after. So now that there's no more teams for them to face because it seems like Otis and and uh and Gable are kind of out of the running. Now they just got to beat Usos and RK Bro every week until they get the titles because it looks like that's where that's where they're going with the team right now is is they're gonna get the titles back soon but they got to do this fucking unification shit that they don't need to be doing but well, well I'll, I'll say more about my issues with that as as I see this uh as I see the storyline unfold but uh yeah I think that is I think that was everything we didn't we didn't talk did we talk we talked about the the women's match. Ooh! Oh my about, god! We didn't even talk about the women's match. I'm wildin'. I can and I said that was a bigger deal than the fucking yes, <laughs> dollar thing. Yes. But uh, so uh, I mean, we we knew this was happening. It was it was a really quick women's tag team match. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was really solid. But afterwards, you had Rhea Ripley turning on on Liv Morgan. Uh, we we foresaw it. It looks like the rumors might be. I'm not gonna call it yet. The rumors might be true that she's going to she's going into Edge's stable. Uh, and I and and he looks like he's gonna have like a a major role. He was back this week. Uh, he, he beat up AJ Styles in a locker room. Uh, I liked it. I I think that Rhea's needed to kind of be on her own, and if she's gonna be able to be on her own, let her start again getting these wins back against people that she was not beating and that she was kind of going with for the past year, and get her to Bianca. That's what we want to see. I mean, I'm with you on that too. I think uh, the Bianca match is something. Right there, I don't know where they have that match at. If it's a SummerSlam match or pay per view after WrestleMania Backlash, well, I'm not gonna say after WrestleMania Backlash, but you know, some from further down the line pay per view. Um, I, I do think that's a, a great match to have, and I think putting Rhea uh, in the Edge table, if that happens, I think that's even a bigger look 
uh, on her part, you know, she's she's she, she has so much potential too, and she's still young. She's only like twenty five. Uh, it, it, it's some it's room to grow there, and, and like I said, a lot of people try to dog the women's divisions on both both shows. I, I just feel like the women division in the WWE is is still strong. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, um, I, I definitely. Just quick thoughts. I definitely thought the match was good, and then it ended up kind of like finishing sooner than I thought it would. So that's my only major critique on the match. And then kind of the follow-up and all everything. Um, you know, I'm ready for it. I think everyone's ready for it. This might be Liv's breakout program if this was ever a program for her to really sink her teeth into. And um, if they do it right anyway. And uh, I'm interested for the future of Rhea Ripley. So, yeah. And I think that's everything for this week in wrestling. I want to thank Houston's very own once again for not only being on our being on our Patreon and supporting us, but being on the show today. Thank you so much, bro. Hey, man, I one hundred percent am grateful, and I'm appreciative of the opportunity to be here just to chat with y'all boys. Uh, means a lot to me. Like I said uh, earlier, um, you know, chatting with people that look like me and spaces about wrestling or whatnot because wrestling. Is so you know it, not it just a hobby. It's a passion of mine, or whatever the case may be. So it, it feels good to 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 chat and talk with people. All right, meals. Anything else? Um, nah. But I, I also want to say fuck y'all to the patrons for making us watch Street Fighters. I'm watching that this week. So, oh, beautiful. Oh, I'm glad. I'm happy. I'm happy for y'all. Shout out to the Street Friday game. <laughs> I can't wait to hear you guys talk about this shit. Um, but thank you guys. I mean, of course, thank you, Dietrich. Thank you once again, man. Um, Houston's very own uh, for joining us. And of course, we got a lot more stuff to go. Listen, we're we going to make things happen this summer, and we got a lot more things going on. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned to the A-Show. Follow the A-Show, A-Show RNC on Twitter. Follow myself at Meals TV. Follow um, Justin at OG Johnny 5 follow, follow Houston's very own at Houston's very own um, on Twitter. And, yeah, man, stay subscribed, stay ready, stay blessed, and, yeah, subscribe to the Patreon. All right, y'all. See you next week on the A-Show. Peace.